You're listening to The Swingdom. So you put the, the intro, podcast yeah. of the and I'll two guys, 28 clubs, my camera zero cuts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. That was good. Are you well adjusted? Yeah, I feel good. Are you very well adjusted? I, I meant yeah, like psychologically. I didn't mean like <laughs> right now at your computer. <laughs> Not even a sort of. All right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Swingdom. I am Ben Ridner. I am a significant yet mediocre co-host of the Swingdom. I would say you're the most significant host of the Swingdom. Um, I'm not going to talk about our mediocrity because oh. uh, it's not fair. But no, I was going to say you are. You are. You are a significant. Uh, you, you lo- I lost my train of thought. Other half, but extremely wonderful. Other host of the Swingdom. I I think. <laughs> I think I just fill the other side of the screen. <laughs> no, because sometimes you don't even do that. Sometimes you like just turn on the screen. I just thing. turn off the screen. <laughs> just That's me. right. I just turn off the camera like this. I'm gonna yeah. Do it now. It's just me. Boom. Just yeah. There Boom. you go. Just me. I've never done the show by myself. I never will. I, you know, we did the show once with Mug Dad, and uh, your presence was still lacking. Mug Dad was great. It was great to have him. Um, uh, mandatory. Play the music. Oh, sorry. Mandatory Mug Dad mention. So there you go. Mandatory Mug Dad mention. Um, yeah, welcome to the Swingdom. It is USGA Championship Week. <laughs> where somebody gets the opportunity to win the Mike Davis trophy. The last Mike Davis trophy (laughs) becomes the Mike Juan trophy. We're going to do what we usually do. We're going to talk about the news. We're going to talk about the USGA championship, which is coming up at Torrey Pines. I'm here. I'm at Torrey Pines. Santiago. Fear it only, which is Spanish for. Um, And and Gunnar is also here at, I think we're at the same hole. I think we're just somehow at different angles of it. Well, you know. are you like, oh, hey, I'm waving Gunner. You're like 20 feet that way in a different tower for some reason. Hi. Hey. Are those like the same? I think those are the same trees. No, those are different trees. Um, so, yeah, we've got the USGA championship. And then we're going to talk about our picks from last week at Congaree. This guy, Higgins. Higgins. Higo. 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 Higo Montego. Three wins know. in three months. Three no. wins in 90 days. Second start on the PGA Tour. And yeah. His first what? start was the PGA Championship. Yeah, where he, he won got, a whopping $40,000. Which tie 64, me, making, making the cut first time in. Which to me is... Good catch. Um, I saw him playing at the... I think it was the Portugal Open. And it was uh-huh. just one of those things because like... Golf here is different just in terms of television. Uh-huh. So, like, I watch a lot of the European tour just because I keep golf on the TV in the background. And it was one of those things where, like, guy... And because t- it comes on a normal time of the day. Well, yeah. It's like, so you guys watch golf sort of from, like, 11 o'clock to, like, to like 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like, here, like, it's the European tour zone from, like, 11 o'clock to, like, 6 or 7 o'clock. Then at, like, 7 o'clock, which is 2 o'clock your time, that's when the PGA sort of rolls on. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this was like a, this is like a Phil Xander situation. Somebody hits a tee shot, 135 yard par three gets mm-hmm. it to like three feet. And he's just like, yeah, yeah. This guy, um, why can't I, what, it's like, 
He's I know he's South African. Uh Higo Higo. I, I wrote down his last name. I wrote down his, Garrick Higo. Garrick Higo. Sorry. That was just like it's in my notebook. I just was like, I just thought I'd do it by memory. Garrick Higo looks like you should be in a boy band. No, no, no. He looks like I've lost the guy's name. Continue. I'm going to remember his name. Garrick Higo. Uh, no. So Garrick Higo, he pulled one. Thing. There you go. Wins the tournament. Um, we're going to talk about the Congaree in a little bit because I think it just has like the, the whole chest. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Well, and I say that um, because we have the picture. He looks like Bruno Mars in the PGA's, the PGA Tours champion post. Yes. He looks like Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is in the PGA champion post? Yeah, it looks like it. Okay, it's cool. Gar- but they called it Garrett Kigo. So they I, did. Uh, <laughs> we I talked about Okay. Um, so we've got the news this week, and then we're going to talk about Congaree, and then we're going to get into yeah. the USGA championship, the Mike Davis trophy. Yeah, I mean, and- if you want to touch on, on Palmetto, I tore you up. So you're welcome. That's it. Is that a joke? Was that a good That's joke? That's the list. I've uh, won. Wordplay. All I right. So let's get into the news this week. There's no, still there is still some good news. There's still some bad news. We've got lots of news. Let's start with the um, with the uh, look. This is this is a, this is this is cool. We've got I got two bits of good news. Then we'll go into the other stuff. Uh, Mito Pereira, mm-hmm. Chilean golfer. Wins this weekend on the KFT. He's got his third win, second week in a row. He is the fourth ever player to win three tournaments on the Triple H. Like, because it changes names, so we can't call it the Corn Ferry Tour. Oh, all. so this goes all the way back to Web.com. Yeah, really. Well, it goes back to when they got rid of Q School. Right, right, right. What was it before Web.com? Nationwide. The Nationwide Tour. That's yeah. right. Hmm. Um, don't know why I know that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I've decided if you want to make it to the PGA Tour, you have to place top five in the big break. That's what they need to bring back the big break. Yeah. And the top five, it needs to be massive, though. It can't be like 15. Do you know how people. cool they made Breaking Glass look? Oh, the big break was such a good show. Yeah. I just wanted to be a part of it so bad. So he wins. And then the other good news. Don't check your watch. We're not on time. We're not no, on it's, time. No, it just vibrated. <laughs> I, I thought, I think it just died. I think that's what happened. I think it just died. I thought, you, I thought um, you were checking our time. We're, I don't even know what time it is. God, no. Um, oh, we are on time. John Rom tests negative twice oh. in a 24 hour span. So he can play in the USGA a mere nine days. Eight days? Less than 10. Yeah. From, from, from being diagnosed twice? How, does, how do you get the virus and then not have the virus? This just goes to... I need to in a week span. In like, it's like literally like a week. Show that they stole the tournament from John Rahm. Yes. Okay. Now, Brandel Chambly said something, which I never agree with, but mark the time and date. Actually, I don't remember what time or date it was when I saw it, but he said, well, 
John Rom has what does he have? Eight. He has eight wins. Yeah, he six. said uh, yeah, he's got six or eight. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look it up, but we'll go with six. He said, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take it away from anybody, but I'm gonna refer to him as the guy with seven wins." And I was like, "Thanks, that's what you should do." Yeah, there, I think there was they, number one. There was a million ways they could have handled that better. Like number one, not five. telling him so on the 18th wins. green, five wins. Yeah, yeah, five wins. He should have six. But that's the first time I've ever like said, "Yeah, you go, Brandel." <laughs> yes, I was gonna say that's not the first time we've given wins away for no reason. Like Sung J M is a player's, He's the champion. player's champion. He's a player's mm-hmm. champion. He's we all agree champion. on that. If you disagree, please send us an email or a Twitter. Or something, uh, or something if you want to disagree, because we will have this conversation with yeah, you. Yeah, because he won that. He won that's, that. That's the full tournament right there. That Bo was an 18 hole tournament. He is a player's champion. One day, player's champ. No game. playoff, no nothing. Nope, full winner. I just don't under like, so he tested negative twice. Is this on the same blood? Is this a different blood? Is this new blood? Two blood? It's is new, this, uh, is it's this not this a, blood? It's, is this a spit nose not, one? It's not blood. They don't do the blood, but they is do this, the nose. Is this just when you like, just like, I don't know. Yeah, Truly. when they take the Q-tip and they stick it in your brain. That's I wonder if they stuff. just say, like, drink some Coca-Cola and laugh real hard <laughs> and just, like, have it come out your nose, and that's how you pass the COVID test. That could be it. I don't yeah. Know. Or vodka. How do, you, what, do you think it was a joke or a situation? Did he watch, like, Three Stooges? John Rahm reminds me of a guy who still finds the Three <laughs> Stooges funny, and yes. I'm cool with that. Yeah. He's definitely a kid who's like, he's like, is, everybody's like, why are you watching children's television shows? He's like, well, I've got a kid now, so I don't have to like watch it on my own anymore. <laughs> That's right. Let me, let me give a quick free plug to the show Bluey. Amazing. Okay. Good. I've never heard of it. La- laugh out loud. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely for preschoolers, but it's um, hilarious. All right. Uh. So, yeah. So. I, I know you want to get to these two bits of news. Um, What's the first bit? The first bit is Rory wants Rory is okay with getting rid of green books. Oh, that was my second bit of news. I think this is the most important bit of news. Yeah. What's the What's the other bit of news? Bryson and Brooks weren't paired together. Oh my God! Let me talk about it. Okay. Okay. So Bryson DeChambeau, DeChambeau, and Brooks, Brooks, Brooksy, Brooksy. Brooksy. Yeah, no, we just call him Brooksy. Yeah, it's Brooksy from now on. So Bryson. Or BK. We can call him BK. The BK Lounge. Bryson and the BK Lounge are obviously not buds. Okay, so. No. So comes out that, and I'm going to tell you in sequential order of how this comes out. Okay, I'm ready. So. Comes out like, hey, wouldn't it be great if Bryson and Brooks were paired together at the U.S. Open? Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah, it yeah. would be. Okay. With Phil be, Mickelson. Oh, my God. Mediating the whole yeah. time. Must see TV. A billion rate, a billion viewers. Okay. Yeah. So the USGA is like, <laughs> yeah, let's get them in the U.S. Open. So they give up, give up a little call. To Bryson, did U.S. So the USGA tried to get this it to happen. Getting, this is what I'm talking about. This, I'm going to tell you in sequential order. No, 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 I'm just going with this thing that's, that you're telling me right now that the USGA made the phone call. 
So USGA makes a phone call and they're like, hey, look. They did. Yeah, to Bryson. To his they like team. Bryson. Yeah. To his, to his boys. Yeah, right. I'm sure I'm sure he I'm sure Mike Davis calls Bryson up and is like, it's Mike Davis. Mike listen, Davis doesn't listen up. No, they don't <laughs> Mike Davis doesn't do it. Al Davis from the Oakland Ra- uh, from the Oakland Raiders does it. <laughs> no, no. Okay. So <laughs> it's only a small maybe zero percent of our audience will understand. Everybody but, in New Zealand is laughing hysterically. <laughs> everybody in New Zealand is like, ah, Al Davis. Um yeah. so so the USGA calls Bryson's camp, okay? Yeah. Camp, camp bad. Because they're all the gym drinking protein chicks. <laughs> That's right. They're all into <laughs> CrossFit and whatnot. So, <laughs> so uh. and, some, and some guy named Kyle answers the phone, and he's like, hey, what's up? This is this is Kyle. Kyle Berkshires? Yeah. That's exactly where I'm going. You knew where I was going. <laughs> okay. So Kyle answers the phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing so hard at your joke and you haven't even told it yet. I haven't even <laughs> said the joke. <laughs> okay. Al Davis goes, look, hey. So Mike Davis said Well, they said Al Michaels. Al Michaels is now on the phone. Okay. And Joe Buck. Al Michaels Davis Buck. Al Michaels Davis. <laughs> okay. So Mike Davis calls Bryson DeChambeau's team camp. Phone number. Mullet Somebody gang. answers the phone there, and he's like, "Look, this would be super cool if you and Brooks were paired. You know, we're thinking about pairing you up. Yeah. Be cool with that. First of all, never ask permission. No. And just say if you don't like it, we'll see you next year. Yeah. So Bryson says this is a major championship. They should be thankful just to be in it. Mm-hmm. And so Bryson says, "No way, Jose." Legit. Legit, not going to happen. We're not doing it. USGA says, oh, man, we really tried to make this happen, um, but they're not going to be paired together. Then Brooks Kepka comes out with a statement that just says, I don't care who I'm played with. I'm there to play golf, which we've heard before. Yeah. And I thought about this. This has very similar – this rings of – what there's twenty guys in the field. Twenty guys in the field. I've got to beat. Johnson yeah. only has one, yeah. and he's talking about the number one player in the world. This is Brooks Kepka. We've already gotten over this. I thought he was an idiot and an a hole for saying it. Now I'm, now I get it. Now I get it because he hasn't like deferred from his stance, right? Yeah. He says no, I no. don't care. I've always gotten it because to me it's like, and I I think I like the way I always saw that was like. Golf is like, how much better are you doing against the golf course than everybody else? It's the golf course. Like, it's it's me That's and it. you. It's me and you and the golf course. And if there were no scoreboards, which for most amateur events, there aren't. And for even a lot of pro events, there aren't. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what it is until you get to the end. Oh, you go to you, you go to a course like, you go to a, an event like the Quicken Loans. There's not a scoreboard until the 18th hole. No, no, they had, they had, they had, they had, they had four or five scoreboards on that course. That's not true. Yeah. They had a scoreboard on four. Remember we were watching, we were watching um, Bo Hosler putting and then that big, they had that big scoreboard right next to the place where I almost oh. bought a $7 hamburger. And we did buy seven Cause they've got like, they've got like the big photos. They've got like the headshots. Oh, yeah, no, but those guys. aren't, those are the info boards. Those aren't the scoreboards. No, but the info boards usually have like the top five leaders on the right. 
the info board has like that player's information who's like hitting mm-hmm. or putting or doing whatever. Right. That's what I'm on the right hand side. The scoreboard, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. So no, no, but I'm no, I'm saying in every other version oh, of the yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Like when I go play my club championship, I don't know who's won until you don't have the scoreboard until you post a score. Like like everybody's drinking until beers. You walk the up the to reason that big piece of paper. Yeah. The reason <laughs> you, you stay afterwards and hang out at the clubhouse is because you ask every single person who's walked in how they did. What'd you shoot? What'd yeah. you shoot? What'd yeah, you shoot? Yeah. What'd you shoot? And so like I think that's sort of like what Brooks is saying is like, look, like I come out here. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm going to play my best golf. I'm going to play the golf course. I've got a strategy. I've got this level of intensity. I'm here to play golf. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like at the end of Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Yeah. I am concerned with these 20 players. A hundred percent. Like, that's how I see it. It's like, look, like if I'm like, if I'm going in Friday, it's me versus the golf course. Yep. Like I like I look at the leaderboard. I'm sorry. When I go in Thursday, it's me versus the golf course. I look at the leaderboard. I sort of see what's happening. You have seen that like half the field's not going to make the cut. Right. So like you don't right, have right, to right, worry right, about right. those guys. Then you've got like, then you go in, then you go in Friday and you're like, okay, like I've got to be sort of in the top like 40 to have a good moving day on Saturday. Yep. And then on Sunday, it is legitimately, and this is how, when we watch golf, when we watch golf on television, like we know that how rarely somebody comes out of the top 10 to win on a Sunday. Right. So like at the end of the day, it's like, it's like, look, I've got to play my golf Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then on Sunday, I'm just worried about the guys in the top 10 or the top five. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if he said it like that, I don't think anybody would have been, I think, I think a million golfers have said that before. Mm-hmm. I think Brooks Kepka just basically came in and was like, like there's 20 amateurs. They don't count. <laughs> no, like, it's like there's, true. there's 50 guys who aren't ready. Like they don't count. Like they don't matter. They're nobodies to me. There's mm-hmm. another, there's another 30 guys who there's another 30 guys who don't who like, who aren't re- like who the moment is going to become bigger than them. And then there's another 10 guys who aren't going to have it on Sunday. The last right, like right, right. 10 or 20 coming. guys is like, and that's what he's saying. So like when he said it, I loved it. Yeah. Cause I was like, that's I thought, golf, it, like, that's I, golf I, I just thought it was a jerk move and you just don't say that, especially throwing the world number one. Of the, yeah. It is what it is. So he no, says, no, but like, so I wait, so then care. let's do the, which is a bigger jerk move. Mm-hmm saying that you only have to play 20 guys in any major mm-hmm. or calling Augusta national a par 67 par 67 is totally <laughs> that's a d-bag move that's a big so, d-bag move. huge huge that was a mistake because yeah. what, what did he average 76 nobody's so, ever gonna let him live that down he didn't even make the cut so no, no. so brooks comes out and says hey look i don't care who i play with i'm there to play golf, right? Totally understandable. Yeah. This comes out after Bryson's can't or after the USGA says we tried it ain't happening. Yeah. Then after Brooks puts out a statement, Bryson puts out a statement and said, I play with anybody. I, I'm just bummed it didn't happen. No what? way. Are you joking? You uh, said no. I think no, I, mean, I don't know if like, his PR team was late to the party. I'm not going to say too They thought they were yeah. going to beat it. 
No, but, uh, it's ridiculous. But these are the like these are the golfers that we know that they are. Brooks Kepka thrives under pressure. A hundred percent. And he has now been like he's been top two in six majors in the last four years. Yep. Like that, you know, he's either been one or two. I think maybe even seven. I think, I think what he coming, he came in top five at the masters when tiger won in 2019. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's got, you know what I mean? He's got all of that. I think he like, he knows when he needs to step up to the big stage. It's really annoying that he doesn't treat every tournament like that, but I think it's probably also like so mentally exhausting that you only want to do it three or four times a year. A hundred percent. And I, and I just that. have to pause because for our YouTube viewers, I see that my green screen. I thought a storm was coming in. So I am earth conscious, go green energy. And I use natural sunlight to light my green screen. Yeah. Uh, there's a cloud. So okay, good. Good. There's That's good. Cloud. I like that. And then I, so cloud coverage. And then what I was going to say, <laughs> what I was going to say, Bryson is the type of golfer where everything has to be under his control and it's yeah. got to be just right. Like we talk about it where he spritzes the, the golf ball with the water. Right. Like I don't, I don't disagree, but I, I not, don't like, I think the thing is if Bryson can talk crap off the golf course, right. I don't think he can on. And I think, I think Brooks is just going to be like hundred bucks. If you make that putt. You nailed it when you when you were talking about him talking with Jordan Spieth. Jordan's like, I really want to see him. Yeah. I, I, oh, I was hoping you would take that line. And what did he say? He summed it up really nice. He said, "Correct." Correct. <laughs> you were just like you were like you were like you were like what? It's it's on, on the good, the bad, correct. the ugly. It's on the PGA Tours YouTube page. It's from it's from Memorial, mm-hmm. and like Jordan Spieth was like all excited and like. And you, um, Jordan Speed has talked to everybody. He won his major so young that he has talked to everybody about all facets of his game constantly because people are basically just like, yeah. But I mean, we all know this. Like, you, we see Brooks. I mean, how, okay, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to just rewind this a little bit. But how sad is it that, like, all of these TV channels, all of these interviewers would rather interview Dustin Johnson, who is like, He's a he seems to be a really nice guy, mm-hmm. but like his demeanor, in, like on and around the golf course, is lifeless. Yeah, like his goal, like his the way he wins golf tournaments is by keeping his resting heart rates at like 10 beats per minute and <laughs> keeping his excited heart rate at like 12 <laughs> beats per minute. Yeah, like that's just how he does it. Yeah, and he's like they haven't shown his heartbeats on the whoop watch because it they'll be single digits. Yeah, because an EMT will be called. Yes. He's not even allowed to wear a whoop watch. No. <laughs> no. And I think that's sort of like the, the the sad thing is, is like Bryson wants to be right all the time that he tries so hard to be right, even when they're hypothetical questions. Yeah, which is wild. Which is weird. <laughs> It's, it's like weird. if the sun were to explode tomorrow, it's like, well, physically, the sun is it impossible for it to explode with the next six billion years unless I hit the golf ball 7,000 yards. <laughs> Just like, okay. Well, the sun's going to implode, not explode. But I get what you're yeah. saying. Well, we don't I know that. It could explode. It, it will implode. It could explode. No, it implodes. Not if, not if somebody puts a bomb inside of it. 
then it implodes. It'll explode. It'll implode. No. Okay. So, anyways, Bryson lied. Why can't the sun? Ex- <laughs> why can't the sun explode? The sun implodes because it uses up all its energy, and then it turns into a black hole. No, I understand that. It doesn't. But I thought explode. I thought it exploded first, and then. <laughs> No, no, it expands. And then implodes. And then implodes on itself to make a black hole. All right. I hope I get to see this happen one day. In like six billion years, we'll be inside of the sun. Maybe one day before then I'll beat par. We'll see. Not last weekend. Not last last weekend. weekend. Um, And then I think this is, so that's Rory and Brooks. Um, That's not Rory and Brooks. It's Bryson and Brooks. Bryson and Brooks. Sorry, I'm. I, we've been working on my house this whole week, and I'm I'm dog tired, so I apologize if I'm a little bit off this week. Um, this yeah, is so, my favorite bit of news coming up. This is yeah. This, this is, is I've been the, calling for this. We've been calling for this. We've been calling for this for ages. We've been calling for this since we've. Well, I told you understood you could, it. You can now buy these. I didn't realize, but like I bought so, one. Did by you? The way. Yeah, I, it hasn't come yet, but I have ordered it. If for, for what course? Country for the country club. Yeah, our local country club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold pepper. Yeah. It out. And as a matter of fact, it ties into uh, my what have we done in golf this week? Yeah. Uh, as of today, because so I golf logic was like the first like data golf data analysis app that I ever had. Uh huh. And it was basically yeah, it like it was like fairways hits. Were you just off to the right or left, or were you way gone? Penalties, FIRs, GARs, um, uh, fairway bunkers, greenside bunkers, and putts. Yeah, and this was like this was like a platform that I like even used. Like I used I used this all the time for the first like five years I started playing golf. Yep, because it was like a GPS and it was really sort of like limited. But now they've got it to where they've actually got heat maps and putting maps. Yeah. Um, but it's forty dollars for a yardage book. Not all the time. Sometimes it's down to thirty, depending on how low quality the course is. Yeah, but but I, I get it because they're a printing couple that were like eighty dollars. They're printing like a one off really for end. you. Yes, they're yes. printing a one off off like for you that you would normally need to like have at a like a, a tour level designed course where they would make one for you. Yeah. Um. I'm very excited. I'm gonna. I'm excited I'm, for you. You're gonna have to show I, it to me for I sure. I can't wait because because this is Gavin's, uh, my son Gavin's um, home course. So I thought this would be a good way for us to see if it works. Yeah. No, I that's think a, it, uh-huh. I totally think it will. Yeah. Because if it does work, let, let me tell you what. I'm gonna load up on these yardage books for every single one of his tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to do it because there's no rule against it. If you have no. a yardage book, you got a yardage book. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, it's better than me. who I'm like, I'm going out there and I did this at my home course. I did like with a laser level. Yeah, like, but that was awesome because it was yeah. so accurate. Yeah. So I got to do that again for my new home course. I bought a yardage book, but it's a book this way. Oh, Not really? this way. Well, and for the for the people who go, who are watching or who are not watching YouTube, it like reads like a book instead of like flipping over the top like a notepad, like a steno pad. Yeah, yeah, which annoys me because my yardage book holder is like a flip a over the top pad. one. Yeah, right, right. So right. I've I've already taken the staples out of it. I'm going to scan <laughs> it. I'm going <laughs> to. Do, it. it doesn't have the greens, which is really annoying. Yeah. 
So I'm going to do the greens like I did last time. If you haven't checked out that YouTube video, that's like our most popular YouTube video um, is the yardage book one. But I'm going to do the greens and then I'm going to do the steno book, the greens at the top at the bottom. And I'm just going to have a I'm going to go. Nobody seems to be there after like six o'clock on some days. So I think I'm just going to go out there. I'm just going to go out there with my laser. And it's gotten really dark, by the way. It's just very for cool. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's that. so yeah so the pga championship apparently they had a meeting with the players council and everybody and they're trying to get rid of these green reading yardage books which which oh. i didn't realize until i saw the golf logic things like how like it seems Detail. to be like every foot or every it's every foot it's every foot there's an arrow that points the direction not only that you have a heat map yep so it shows you like the intensity of the slope yep. um and rory mcelroy has come out and said yeah, like these green reading books really take some of the art out of the game, some of the skill out of the game, and it's time we get rid of them. Like, it's great that we have the technology and the technology has helped. But like, if you can't read a green as a professional golfer, you, you ain't no professional golfer. Let me tell you, my son, Gavin, is yeah. a, an amazing He's a killer. He's a green killer reader. reader. Yeah. You've seen him read greens. Yeah. I can't, I, I have no idea what he's seeing. But he is the best green reader I've ever like spoken with. You know my, what I'm saying? Like my five foot putts are his twenty five foot putts. It's so true. Yeah. Now he doesn't always hit the putt, but but he's not like the thing is close. Is from twenty five feet. Like I'm I'm not trying to lag, but I uh -huh. am aware of like my my second putt radius. Uh huh. He's not. He's like, no. it's like 25 to 50 feet. He's trying, he's, yeah, he's, he's trying, trying to hold it. And if he doesn't, he's tapping it in. Right. Which isn't, it boggles my mind. I, yeah, I love so playing. I don't really like playing golf with Gunnar. I love playing golf with Gavin. That's right. <laughs> I'm not actually his best golfing buddy, but for logistics purposes. Yeah. He's I think I still owe him $2 or something ridiculous. You 100% do. And no, it's like $6. Child labor laws uh, prevent him from hosting a podcast. So that's. I'm yeah, here. Fine. You get that's me. Fine. Yeah. Um, no, it goes beyond this, Ben. Yeah. They're going to ban it. It's done. Oh, it's officially banned. The PGA Tour is set to ban. Yeah. Green reading books. When does that, when does it come into effect? Next season. This is okay. it. This is it. And then let my, me tell my you next, something. My next question is, and this is something we saw at the PGA Championship. The... I think they're going to move that direction. I think they're going to replace the green reading book for the the laser rangefinders. The rangefinders, and those are those like those have to be specifically tour approved ones, right? No slope. That's the yeah. No slope. No slope. No wind. But the thing is, is like the Bushnell ones like have slope buttons. Well, we talked about this too because it's a faceplate that you pop on. No, no, and off. mine is and it's mine a is. Switch. But there's if a switch. So what I think they're going to do is they're going to do tour issue ones. They're yeah. going to save the money on printing and they're going to give out tour issue ones that they hand in at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to partner with, I think they're going to double, triple partner with Bushnell yeah. and what are the or other Or it's just one of those things that every tournament, they just get one. No, no, but they're going to be visible. So they're going to have to be made by somebody. No, no. I know that's going to be Bushnell. Like I get that. Like, I mean, I like Bushnell, Nikon, like any of those companies Nikon, that make right. them. Like, um, but you know, I get it. I know they're going to be tour approved. Start. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's. Just, I think it's just going to be like anybody who's in the tournament. It's just like in the gift bag. <laughs> like, 
Um, it's just going to go to somebody. No, but they're getting rid of it. They're getting rid of them. That's cool. I like I that. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's cheating to have a green reading book. It's yeah. absolutely cheating. I can't wait to get ours. And then the this is the last bit of news. <laughs> I sort of, I, I didn't see a lot of it. I didn't read a lot of this. I just sort uh-huh. of saw it and it was, it was being weird. Um, they're talking about moving the USGA championship away from public courses. They're, they've got a few courses over the next few years where they're going to be at private courses. How do you feel about this? I feel like the USGA is like, how do I feel about it? Um, I feel like the USGA is like the main supporter and, and like face of Muni golf in the U S yes. It's an open championship. Yeah. But do I think it's cool for people to like, who don't normally get to play those ridiculously private golf clubs to like, to be able to play those sometimes. Yeah. But I think, I think the whole point of the USGA is to showcase how good public courses can be. A hundred percent. And you know, we have the, the open championship. Those are all open courses. Yeah. You can go and play Carnoustie. You can, you can play go Andrews, and play yeah. St. Andrews. You can go and play Roe Burkdale. You can go yeah. play courses. Yeah. They're just so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, I'm not a big fan of this because I think the USGA is the base, like the best advocate for public golf courses. hundred percent. And I you just take away Tory Pines. You take away, um, you take Beth away Page Black. Beth Page. You, you take away, um, Olympic club number two. Um, oh, yeah. what is it? Um, yeah. Well, they can't get rid of Pinehurst number two anymore Pinehurst? because they, because they've turned oh, yeah, that into their USGA. office. It's like their yeah, own office it. now. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a, I, it depends. It depends on what I think for me, it just depends on what courses. If it's like Pine Valley, I think I'm okay with it. <laughs> right. It depends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And that's, I think that's all the news I have. That's it. That's it right there. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, let's get into the, the, the conger. Do, do we do, we don't do a read now. We do a read after the conger. We'll, we'll, we'll do Palmetto. Yeah, Palmetto Championship at Congaree. Yep. This was in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I okay. loved this golf course. Um, yeah, I liked it too. I liked its difficult, its difficulty, but I liked more. Um, I I liked more the scoring than I did the actual play if that oh, makes really? any sense to you yeah okay yeah i liked um i'm gonna pull it up right now because i i do this i keep cut line stats for all the tournaments so at palmetto um the cut line was one over i thought yeah. that was great i thought that was a perfect lead up so you go you go two over at at Memorial, you get one over at Palmetto, and now you have the U.S. Open, which the la- the at winged foot it was six over. I think this was a really great test, and tw- and and twenty percent of the players, closer to eighteen, but twenty percent of the players, yeah, finished worse than the cut line. Yeah, they finished over one. No, over. I really, I just, I just really liked the way the golf course looked. Um, 
there was a ton of sand, which was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. But I think I liked it. I like I just I think I just have something against woodland courses. Mm-hmm. And I just think this was a very, very cool way of doing an open woodland course. Yes. Yeah. Like I, it just, I liked it. I like yeah. the setup. I just don't know if I like I liked how sandy it was. I liked the Bermuda fairway. I liked the the pro mm-hmm. Bermuda greens. The greens look beautiful. Like I also understand it's like the middle of June, so everything's perfect in South Carolina. Right, right, right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like random, like subtropic thunderstorms, things like that. Um, but I just really liked how it it almost looked like a coastline links course mm-hmm. in the middle of the woods. Yes. Which I just really, like, it just really appealed to me as like, this is one of those things where I was sort of talking about like last week at Memorial, you can sort of tell that like Memorial had been developed as a golf course in like the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. And like, I know they're sort of doing more to keep it up, but it's like, like when I think Memorial, you know, I think of sort of tiger in like the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And even before that, like, I think of sort of like Muirfield village, which goes beyond that, but it's like a real parkland course with real trees and everything. And it's a beautiful course. I'd love to play it. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But I think when you sort of see like, like this Congaree golf course is like that next generation of golf courses that like, you've got like Bandon dunes, you've got, um, I think Seminole is a lot older than that, but it sort of felt like Seminole. Like it's, it's the trouble wasn't with the trees. The trouble was like the architecture of the land. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. I mean, not that there weren't trees like in every shot at this course anyway, Mm -hmm. but I think they were sort of like, it was more like, okay, let's play around with the trees instead of just being like, okay, I'm in the pine straw. I've got to play out. Right. So that's why I really liked it. No, I have more positives than negatives about it. So I do like the tournament. Yeah. I think Congaree needs to be featured more. Well, it's Um, the one and only they took over for the RBC heritage and the uh, the Canadian open. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I yeah. think it needs to be featured more. Yeah. Um, Apparently it's a close, like nobody can play it. It's a closed private golf course. I don't know. Hmm. I tried to like look into how to play it. And it was like, no, never. No. I was like, oh, okay. Get off our website. It's like a billionaire's play toy. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Never mind. Oh. Sure. Not mine. Nope. All right. Not yet. Well, let's go over the picks. Real quick. Um, they were great. Great picks. Um, I had Dustin Johnson <laughs> who finished yeah. T10. Yep. Uh, and Matt Fitzpatrick who also finished T10. Backdoor yep. T10 did too. Yeah. He played great. Uh, he shot five under on the last day. And I had Sung JM who did not have his best day, but he really, or his best week, but he really gave it a run on Sunday to finish T35. Yeah. I had, P- I had Peter Uline. Uh, to finish top 20. He did not, but he did make the cut to finish a T44. Yeah. And I had a player outside the top 50 in the world winning. He is now inside the top <laughs> 30, but at the time of his win, it was, uh, he was at T54, which astounded me because I never, I had never heard yeah, of him. He's won twice on the European tour in like five <clears> weeks. <throat> Uh, I just I didn't I recognize the name, but when I saw him, like when I saw him oh, doing his thing at the end, him, I recognized like, I him exactly. from the European tour stuff. Yeah. And they were, I mean, um, even then, like even in May and even in April and May, they were just like, this guy's playing the best golf of his life right now. 
And now he's oh, got yeah. two years on the PGA Tour. Uh, yeah, easy. Um, so I finished with 1,701 points. That's it? You, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had Brooks Kepka, who did not make the cut. Did not make the cut. He's saving it for this week. You he know is. that. Tyrrell Hatton with a T2. Yeah. Sneaky, oh sneaky. He had a couple of hole-ins that were just incredible. Yeah, that got scary for me. And Ian Poulter, who finished T25, so you do not get the bonus points for that. You had Cole Hammer making the cut. He for sure did not. He was DFL there <laughs> for a while, but is playing this week at the U.S. Open. Yeah. Um, and you he's like a University of Texas guy. He's going to basically be like Jordan Spieth's shadow for the next few years. Yeah. Um, I, I hope he does better than Bo Hostler, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's sort of just a guy who hangs around and I, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Chomps at it. Um, yeah. and then you had a non-American winning, uh, and you're right. A South African. South so African. 1,053 points go to Ben. 1,553 points. Just 53 points. Just 53 Uh, points. Just 53 points. 1,053. So I am closing the gap, which is nice. Yes. Which is so nice. But that is it. That is your uh, Palmetto Championship. Those are our scores. I just want to talk about Chess and Hadley. Sure. Did you so Sunday? He goes into Sunday with a four shot lead. Yes. Oh, and he's man. the only player in the top 10 to uh-huh. go plus numbers. He goes plus three, front nine, and the first 15 holes, he is even for the day. Yep. Bogey 16, bogey's a 17, needs to par 18 to go into a playoff, and he bogeys it. Mm-hmm. Uh, interview I mean, just blows it. Just absolutely. What do you do? Like, I feel bad. Do you really feel bad, or are you just disappointed? Both. I mean, this is Lexi Thompson, right? Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, how many opportunities do you get to win a PG or PGA Tour events? And like to do that on your last three holes, like it, it's just it just it uh it was just it was a collapse. It was just a like textbooks collapse. And it's one of those things where you're like, when's the next time we even see this guy in contention? Because he's never in contention when like any of the top twenty in the world are there. Nope. No, he's a middle of the pack yeah. player. Yeah. So. I mean, that's fine. That's, you know, he's on the PGA tour. He's been on it for about four or five years now. Well, which is a bummer too, because he is, he has top tier talent and he just can't get it done. No, the last time he won, it was a, it was like the Bermuda championship. It was a, it was a other side event from a WGC. Right. So it was limited. Um, And it's just sort of like, I feel for him. I'm very excited for Garrick uh, Higo. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. But at the same time, I just sort of feel for, like to to go bogey 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 on 16 17 18 to lose a championship i would have mm-hmm. liked to have seen him par 18 and at least have a playoff yeah well it doesn't even play in the us open so no. is yeah, he not in the us lead. open nope four shot oh. lead and didn't make it so it's, that's just rough he goes playing though so. yeah 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 so is phil phil the thrill you phil the dill you're going to find out 
Bill the Dill Pickle Mickelson. All right, let's get into our read, and then we'll do the U.S. Open. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Did you hear that? I'm sweating. It's so hot. I just called it the U.S. Open. What? I did. You said it? I said the U.S. Open. I missed it. I need something to help with my hearing. Yeah, well, if you need something to help with your hearing so you can listen to me never say it ever again, check out Belltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. You can give them a phone call at plus one, 732-493-0900. Call Coach Joe. Use the code word. Use the code, people. Golf. Golf. Get yourself a free hearing test and a free packet of batteries. Yes. You want to know something I just found out this week? Hmm. He always gives free hearing tests. But not the batteries. No. You use the code word. You get the golf. You get if you use you get if you use the code word golf, you get the batteries. Mm -hmm. So use the code word golf. Call 732-888-9000 or 732-493-0900. Check out the uh, newest hearing aid selections that Belltone has to offer. Yeah. Yeah. They go in your ears. They help you hears. That's true. Uh, but that is not a lie. Uh, check, check them out at belltonejerseyshore.com. If you are in the New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, uh, Delaware, Maryland, Washington, D.C., Virginia, West Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky area, it's anywhere from a 10 minute to 12 hour drive. Yeah. So go check out Belltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. And um, and yeah, we'll be, we'll be back to the show in a second. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. What a good mm-hmm. read. So good at reading. You're pretty good at reading. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, welcome back to the Swingdom. <laughs> because we went somewhere. <laughs> Uh, we've got the USGA championship where the winner will be able to hold the Mike Davis trophy or better known as the U S open trophy. Who is angrier? Who's angrier? Bryson DeChambeau, not, not lifting, not deadlifting 200 pounds uh-huh. or Mike Davis. When the score is minus 15, Mike Davis, <laughs> You know how I know this? Because Phil Mickelson had to hit a moving putt. I was there. He had to hit a moving putt just to survive the golf course. That was that was probably the most dangerous uh, USGA championship I had ever seen. It was beautiful. It was the it was the most wonderful thing. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Every bit of it. Yeah, it was it was devastating. He's like, I wasn't going to win anyway, so I just hit the ball. I didn't feel like going down to the bunker again. <laughs> just like, what? Well, he was like, uh, I, I was happy to take the penalty strokes because there no way I was making it up there. In that. Yeah. <laughs> in, in two. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys saw this. This was, this was at, um, where were you again? Shinnecock. At Shinnecock in, Hills. In, on Long Island. On yeah. Long Island, Yeah. 
And Phil Mickelson has a two foot putt for like bogey. Mm-hmm. And it's downhill the way the green complex works. It like it went downhill and to the left around a bunker. And mm-hmm. you actually like swept behind the bunker. So yes. if he missed the two foot downhill putt, he would like he then had a bunker flop shot back onto the green with like a 90 percent chance that if he was anywhere near the hole, it was just going to roll back down. Yep. So it was either like flop it up to the hole or like chip it all the way across across the green and try to make like a lateral putt. Mm hmm. And so he puts it two feet downhill and he misses and it's just rolling and it's rolling really slow. And then you just see him jog and he just and jogs and he just taps it back up to the hole. I was hoping it would go in. Yeah. yeah. I was so hoping it would go in, but it's like, it's just one of those things where it was like, you saw it. And I think everybody had the same sort of reaction, which was like, wait a second. That had not stopped yet. Did I just, you sure did. And this is one of those things where it's like you get DQ'd mm-hmm. for signing a wrong scorecard. But you can play hockey on the greens. Which, yeah. <laughs> which is unintentional, like which 95% of the time I want to say is 99.9. I'm going to go with 95 because Patrick Reed yep. gets in a scorecard four times a week uh, <laughs> um, is, <laughs> is, is unintentional. But like and they also have the technology to stop that. Like, I'm just curious, at what point in this tournament, at what point in this tournament are we going to see, like, and this this is every year. This is, like, this is now in the PGA Tour players' vocabulary, which is, like, they just go, yeah, the, like, the USGA's lost it. Yeah. Like, they've, like, they've set up the, they, they set up the course on such a fine knife edge. Mm-hmm. Like a razor blade thin edge yep. that, like, if it goes too, if it goes one way, they've got a little bit of play. But if it goes the other way, everybody just goes, "Well, we couldn't play golf, and it was the USGA's fault." And I'm always going, like, "Well, somebody still wins the trophy." Yeah, someone still wins the trophy, so you might as well play as hard as you can the whole time. Don't blame the USGA. Go out there and win it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But they're going to lose it. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Playing at Torrey Pines in San Diego. Yes. Uh, the South Course. South Course. Yeah. Par 71. Ah, uh, yes. No, it isn't. It is. No, I was just joking. I just wanted to see how angry you would get. No, it is. Why? I don't know, Ben. But the finish, uh, the uh, the the turn, uh, well, just before you make the turn, hole nine is a six hundred and nine yard par uh, five. Yeah. And the closing hole is also a par five, so we can see uh, we can see everybody falling apart at the end of the back nine or the front nine, and yeah. everybody getting their ground back at the end of the back nine. Now this is really just going to be one of those things where we are we are watching it, and yeah, whether you're watching the front end or the back nine, they've got a long par five at the end. And but thirteen's the longest at six thirteen. Yeah. Only three. I think they're five. just trying to get that Pebble Beach mojo, aren't they? The iconic par five eighteen. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Long some long par threes. Yeah. But this is a course we see every year. 
They do a tournament mm-hmm. out of this every year. So what they're doing now is they're tightening the fairways. The rough is going to be impossibly long, and the fairways are going to be bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the greens are going to be like glass with semi-illegal pin placements, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the They're next also question... going to flood the ocean, raise it up. <laughs> There's going to be a tsunami. Yeah, They're going to it... dim the sun. Already planned. Um, Already planned out. How many people does John Rom give COVID to? Uh, zero. Okay. Because he does or does not have it? Because he officially does not have it. Should we just start the golf conspiracy podcast? No. Maybe. We're getting close to aren't we? Yeah, we, 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 we dabble. We, get close. we dabble. We dabble. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah. So you want to get into picks? I would love to get into picks. Uh, who has first pick? It's you. No, it isn't. Yeah. I thought it was you. No, I had. No, there's no way because I took Dustin Johnson first. I thought I gave him to you. No. Did you pick first of the Masters or did I? <sighs> Me. Oh, you did? You got first pick of the Masters? Yeah. All right, then I'm going. I'm taking John Rum. I knew it. He's favored to win by like a whole bunch. He almost won the Memorial by six. This COVID thing is bogus. Uh, I don't want to go that far because, like, you know, science, technology, mm-hmm. lateral flow, white blood cells. You know, all the things. Yeah. What's that thing called in the back of your throat that, like, waddles? <clears throat> oh, you know the sun implodes, but you don't seat. know that. Your thorax? It's not, a th- <laughs> it's not an insect. Your Lorax? Um, I can look it up. Your Gobbler? Your Gobbler, that's exactly scientific. <laughs> Your Dangle? It is called Uvula. Your Uvula. Yep. That's that's another scientific word we're going to use for COVID stuff. So I've got John Rahm as my first pick. I He's love favored it. by a long shot. I knew you were going to take him first, so I just wanted to steal. I was. Can can I have my third pick? I think we all know who my third pick is. Can I have him? Doc Redman? It's not. Can I have my third pick? Yeah, you can have Phil Mickelson. Thank you. Um, So I'm going to pick first. Is he really your third pick? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's not on my list. Uh, I didn't think he was. He's actually not I don't on my think. List. I think it's other like, than John Rahm, I think we're going to have a different list. He's not on my list either, but... um. He is on my list. John Rom's not on your list? No, John Rom's definitely on my list. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I got close to being uh, to messing up with Doc Redman, who also tied for second place. Yeah. I was so upset at the Palmetto. You know I got to take him. I got to take him when he's there because yeah. I just didn't recognize he was there for some reason. <laughs> I'm going to go Xander Shoffley. Um he needs to have a he that is my pick hometown he, hero that's my he, second pick he has got to get a major championship and what a great one to start with is the us open um give, give, just give me xander just give me xander he proves to be well in in major championships and i'll be upset yeah that's a really good pick that was going to be my next pick i just can't believe you took him first cuz he's not really like ranking that he's, there's there's a lot of other guys that like like bryson is defending champion Yep. And like not a lot of people seem to be touching him. There's a few other guys. Um, I'm going to go with my next pick. 
That's Tony Finau. Of course. He's on my list too. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say he No, we have um, a very similar list, I think. Okay, good. Um, and that's because this is his type of course. I don't think he's ever like finished out of the top 10 at this course. So, or no, he's never, I don't think he's ever finished out of in the last seven years. He's never finished out of the top 25. No, he's got a great shot. Yeah. Um, he's still sneaky. Good. He still needs to win. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, he is going to be like the next Ricky Fowler, Lee Westwood, Tony Finau. It's going to be yeah, that but conversation. We have this discussion. I, we always I, have this discussion. This is why I'm, we have the podcast. We can talk about the same things over and over again. Yeah, but I'm I am I am getting into the point where why why say they're the best and to to never win. I was talking. I was well, I think, talking I, yeah, to okay. a buddy of mine, and I said, you know, it's really not fair to compare to compare. On the basis of championships, championships, and it more goes into team sports, right? You have the Super Bowl, you have the NBA championship, you have you have the rugby national or uh, world championship, you have the World Cup, yeah. you have the MLS, you have La Liga. You know what I'm I saying? Get like, it. It, I, we get it. There are sports. Uh, you have <laughs> whatever the cricket championship is. Uh, uh, yeah, Olympic gold medals, sports. Like, uh, <laughs> you have the World Series. Um, you have uh, the national swimming. <laughs> yeah, uh, men's and women's for for that. You have the four national championships. You got to get uh, into winter sports now. You have Lose. X Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have the luge uh, skeleton. You have you have the curling world championships. It doesn't mean the curling teams aren't successful. Oh, you have a sheet. So I don't think. Anyways, I I don't think it's very funny. Froze and you've screwed up. Um, <laughs> well, good because you're just talking for uh, like forty five minutes on different sports. <laughs> what are you getting to? Because I'm going to refute whatever it is that you say. I know that's why I was that's why I was dragging it out. So I much. forgot what I was going to say now. No, what I was going to like Ricky Fowler still uber successful and still such a great player. Although I have I don't forget most of what I say. I know I was like Ricky Fowler sucks and he's done. Yeah, you did say that. I'm going to say this. It's still like, true, like, but he's like, not look, but, not but one the, of the most favorite no. players to ever play. So get what, what's Fowler. your point? What's your point? What is your point that you don't have to win a major to still be a great player? Right. Tony Finau still a great player, even though he's never won. I think there's, I think there's a difference between being a great golfer and being great among your peers, hundred percent. which is I why there is that. the hall of fame. And I think the thing is the reason we say it is because we technically mm-hmm. are peers of professional golfers. Technically, we know who they are and we see them play golf. Mm-hmm. They I would know who we are right now. They know who we say, are enough to ignore us all the time. Yeah, because they're sick of us because they are. That's sick the of, only reason of how right we are constantly. No. So the reason I'm saying like the reason that he's going to fall in this category of like best golfers never doing a major is because. Like, it's sort of like this argument. Like, would you rather be Tony Finau and, like, top tenning, like, being the most player to have top tens without a win? 
Or would you rather be Chesson Hadley, who has like an alternate event win and is still like having a hard time breaking the top 100? I'd, I'd so much rather be Tony Finau. What I'm saying is also because you can't, I can't do this. So I'd have to be Tony Finau. I'm trying to do the snappy thing that Justin Hadley does. I just snap. I just do, I just do the hand thing and actually snap. It makes people really angry. I'm a hot take. No, I'm going to finish my thought. Okay. My thought is, is that like when we say it, it's, it's among their peers. Mm-hmm. So like the best player to, and I think the thing is, is number one in golf because it's an individual sport. Yeah. Like, like you can say, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Not Grant Hill. Um, who is the, who is the three point shooter for the Pistons who crushed the Knicks and always lost to the Bulls? Um, like there are like great NBA players who carried entire franchises mm-hmm. and like don't have a championship and they're not like oh, they Charles have- Barkley. Yeah, Charles like, Barkley doesn't have a championship. No, he doesn't. But like, and oh, if famous. it wasn't, if it wasn't for his bizarre commentary style, I'm, <laughs> and how lovable he is, and how amazing he is, he's a wild dude. He's yeah, wild. I'm not sure that like he would be, because it's like look at like Carl Malone. Yep. Like Carl look Malone. Post Malone. Oh, I'm telling you. No. Well, the post. He was the postman, and that's where Post Malone comes from. Um. And then you like John Stockton. Like, where's John Stockton today? Like, he has the most assists in NBA history by like 3,000. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know where, like, is he coaching for like a junior college somewhere? Like, nobody knows. Um, I think that's different with golf, like, because these guys can play so late into their into their lives. Like mm-hmm. Lee Westwood last year won the race to Dubai. So we know that among his peers, he's still great. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to him for getting married this week in Las Vegas. Um, John Stockton? It, no, uh, Lee Westwood. I'm just playing. Yeah. Um, his his longtime fiance and caddy. Yeah. Um, but. So I think that's the thing is like among your peers, like is Arnold Palmer, like Arnold Palmer is seen as like less of a golfer because he, and same with Phil Mickelson is seen as less of a golfer because they don't have the career slam. Right. Like there are these individual accolades that like sort of jump you from tier to tier. Like you have Bryson DeChambeau who is one major. Mm-hmm. And then who you have Dustin. no business fighting against. No. Brooks Kapka. But but the thing is, is Bryson can talk as much as he wants down to Ricky Fowler because Ricky Fowler doesn't have one. Right. Like, and I think at the same but time, but I disagree like, with that. So, uh, but I do actually disagree with that. I don't think anybody should do that. I'm just saying, like, like the, the conversations always go from like, would you rather like make the cut or, you know, like miss, you know, like our conversations always start, but they always get real grandiose, which is like Olympic medals or like a major, the Southern masters. So like we, like we play in those like mm-hmm. levels just cause that's what we have fun doing. But yeah, I think Tony Finau win, like needs to win. And if his first win is a major, I think it'll take a lot of pressure off him. And I think he's got a good chance of doing it here. Yep. 
Um, before I die of heat stroke, we should get to our third picks. Yes. Um, well, you need to make your second still. It is hot in this room, man. I have, yeah. I have messed up some air somewhere. Um, I am going to go Dustin Johnson. I'm you gonna would. Ride, I'm going to ride the coattails. I he's only got he, one major. Only got one. No, he's he's, <laughs> he's got he's two. Fine. He's fine. He's got two. Um, yeah. Your third I, pick is Phil Mickelson. And my third pick is Phil Mickelson. Yeah. What's your third pick? My third pick is BK Lounge Brooks Kepka. All right. You got him. Because I think he just takes these events so much more seriously than everybody else. And I think unless something goes terribly wrong, he's going to be hard pressed to keep out of the top 10. 100%. And I think this, I think this Bryson rage is only going to fuel his intensity. I agree. I agree. Um, what's your long shot? My long shot is Phil Mickelson wins. <laughs> Sorry, like that was exactly what it was going to be. Like it is a long shot, but I am here for the ride. Um, I am gonna go uh Higo. Higo top 30. Mm, he went he went top 64 at the PGA. He just won mm. last week. That's a good in between. I feel like that. I feel like that's not really all like T twenty five. Yeah, I'll give you T twenty five. That's what I was thinking. Okay, perfect. You suckered me into that, didn't you? You knew yep. what you were doing. What's the whole your time. prop bet? <laughs> <laughs> I knew if I made a change before you gave me an ultimatum, I would um, get it. I didn't really think about a prop bet because I wanted it to be kind of like fun and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine's not fun and cool. No, mine last time was like a, a one-time major winner becomes a second-time major winner. Yep. I just think this is a this is a golf course where like a lot of people feel really comfortable, so it's going to be great to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> Ricky Fowler's not in it. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Brooks beats Bryson 1v1 every day. I like it. Is that you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like if they were playing head-to-head, even though they're not, even though they're not paired together, they should be. Brooks beats Bryson every day. Absolutely. And then just thumbs his nose at him. I'm in on it. Uh, My prop bet is going to be – I actually agree with that. Um, my prop bet is going to be the cut line over seven. Wow. Okay. Cut line is seven or over or eight or eight or over. Seven or over. Okay. You said over seven. I was about to be like, I did say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope it is. I hope I I hope Mike Davis goes out in like a beautiful, fiery golf mess of glory. That's what I'm counting on. I'm hoping that like I don't I have need to look. I'll, I'll probably tomorrow spend a bit of time looking at the weather. But if it's been dry and warm and windy, mm-hmm. there ain't nothing nobody's gonna do. Because they always try like the thing is, is like they always try to keep it apart, which is really hard to do because these guys are plus five. I know. 
Like, how do you how do you make a golf course even for guys who are plus five, plus seven? You don't. Like you just you just ruin the course and make them try. You just ruin the course. <laughs> you just ruin the course. Like All you right, just basically you build a pyramid in the middle of the first green with a little hole at the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do we have a bonus? Because I've got a good idea for a bonus. You, if you have a good idea, I was just gonna do like, you know, Brooks versus Bryson, but neither of us want to pick Bryson. So. No. Um, I I was gonna go. Um, a first-time major winner wins, or a field, or the field. Um, yeah, I don't think I've, I. I don't think it's going to be first time. I think this is just going to be one of those places where, if it is a first timer, it's going to be pure luck. It's either going to be Xander Shoffley or it's going to be pure luck. So you want the field. No, I want the major winners. Yeah, the winner has a major. Yeah. I want the field of major winners. <laughs> all right, you got it. All right, just, all right. So wait, so are you, I mean, is that what you wanted? Did you want first-time winner? Yeah. So you're banking on Xander? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, But I will take your long shot any day of the week. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So let me break. When you were down. when I was I was going to pick him, and I was like I was like, oh. I gotta have him. Yeah, I mean to be fair, the way points work, we probably could pick the same person because <laughs> they're just points. Like it's how it just works. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, no, right, not like so- they're just points, but it's not like like in every other version of daily fantasy, you can mm-hmm. pick the same people. Yeah, it's where you differ that. That counts. Yeah. So yeah. I should have just picked Xander as well. Maybe next week we'll do it like. No, we're not doing it like that. <laughs> we have our set way. I've got Xander Shoffley, Dustin Johnson, and Phil Mickelson. My long shot is uh, Garrick Higo to place T25. And my prop bet is that the cut is plus seven or more. Yeah. Uh, you have John Rom, Tony Finau, and Brooks Kepka. I like that pairing. I hope it. I hope they group up. Uh, long shot is Phil Mickelson wins the whole thing, which I'm rooting for every I'm year. Say, like the thing is, if he wasn't the if he wasn't the reigning PGA champion, it uh-huh. would have been like top twenty. Yeah, <laughs> but but I don't think I think I think you might have given me like top five, but he's got to win it. Like he's got to the thing, like, and this is what we were just talking about. If he is the career, if he is a career slam, mm-hmm. it changes his whole aura. Everything. Yeah. Um, and your prop bet is Brooks beats Bryson. Er day. Er day. Every day. All right. And the bonus is that the winner is a first time major winner, and you've got everybody else with I've got major. everybody else. I've got everybody else with majors. That's it. That's Let's our, go, Bubba Watson. That's our picks. That's our show. That's our show. Oh, real quick, because um, we don't have time for our what have we done in golf this week, and you've already said you played terrible, um, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Gavin. Uh, oh, no, let's do, let's do our let's do our what we did in golf this week. Let's just – it's our show. We can do what we want. Yeah, I'm just dying of uh, – I'm sweating out blood cells okay. now well i shot a 100 at a fairly difficult golf course and i, I lost 10 golf balls i lost five golf balls on the front and five golf balls on the back and i hated myself so now I i've got to go work on it. my driving 
I shot yes. a 100. You know, the last time I shot triple digits was 100 stuff. That's just tough. One shot less 99. I would have been like, well, at least I didn't shoot 100. That's right. Now I have to be like, at least I didn't shoot 200. yeah Um, i tell myself when i don't break 100 well we started break 200 (laughs) um so we went out today to birdwood golf club the home of the uva cavaliers men's golf team oh cool women's golf team uh their tennis Mm -hmm. they also play golf there team and i believe their racquetball team their collegiate racquetball team anyways beautiful course birdwood all of these teams play golf they all play at the country club. Oh, okay. Birdwood Golf Club. Um, anyways. Birdwood. Birdwoods. Where is that? There. Charlottesville. No, where in Charlottesville? Deep. Deep Charlottesville. Okay. I, I don't know. Uh, I just want to see if I played it because I lived down there for a while. It's gorgeous. Anyways, uh, drive, chip, and putt local qualifiers were today. And uh, your girl, Abigail, who's my six-year-old daughter, came in third. No way. Uh, and has moved on to sub-regionals. This was her first day swinging a driver. Fun fact. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Was it Gavin's uh, driver? No, she. we bought her a set of clubs this morning. Oh, on the my way there. God. Yeah. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you. How many people were there? Three. Um, okay. in her group. So she automatically moved on, but she played very well. She got the, the ball off the ground. Very proud of her. Uh, she won four ribbons. Uh, she placed third in every category, drive, chip and putt and overall. Yeah. Um, and Gavin had a much, much bigger field and for the 12 to 13 year old division and your boy, uh, took the field by 17 shots, what? Uh, 17 points. Came in first at by a local 17? by 17 points. Um, and yeah, we're moving on, man. We're going to Richmond in August for sub regionals. And then to, I have to look this up now because we, we rarely go to sub. Did he hold any putts? Holding putts is the coolest. He hold the first putt and uh, came close on the next two, but that's where all your points are is in putts. Yeah. If you make the first putt, you're you're in like Flynn. So, anyways, he came in first. He came second in chipping. Yeah. And third, no, second in putting and third overall in chipping, and first overall uh, in the field. And he makes it to. Oh man, I gotta. I'm sorry. I'm messing Are you this taking up. me with you? Or are you just going to leave Gavin at home so me and you can go to Augusta? Um, no. <laughs> so did the Abigail, did, one, did Abby uh, like regionals, winning? Regionals is at... You still have to win in Richmond, okay? Yeah. Will we go Salisbury? Don't count your turkeys before it's Thanksgiving. Right. I'm having a really hard time typing like this. You look like it. I can see. Here we go. All right. I got so is, it. Is Abby hooked on golf now then? She's excited to play again. I'm so proud of her. She was she like great. ribbons. I'm a kid who's got ribbons. She was very excited about the ribbons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something's happened to it. So anyways, I believe I want to say it's Oakmont. 
Oh wow! Okay, regionals. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. So that's really. really I want to cool. say it's Oakmont. That's One year exciting. it was in Pinehurst. You had a great weekend of golf. I had a great weekend golfing. Yeah. I did not yeah. have a great weekend. Actually, at golf. we did drive trip and putt today. So. Oh wow! Yeah. No wonder you're sweating so much. Yeah, I've been out in the sun all day. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. All well, we so that's fill it. You, yeah, you're going to keep us posted on the drive, chip, and putt. Mm-hmm. Um, the swing them go scratch is going to start up in two weeks, the first weekend of July. Yep. Thank you guys for watching or listening. You can catch us on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Check us out on the YouTube. We've got videos there on just about everything, especially this podcast. Uh, go to the website, theswingtonpodcast.com. You mm-hmm. can leave us comments, emails, anything on the website. You can check us uh, check out the swagdom. Yep. You can buy snoods and socks and jumpas and hoodies yeah. and all sorts of great stuff. Cups. Everything's um, great over there. Yeah. So coffee, coffee mugs. Check high quality out. too. Yeah, really check out like the Swingdom Podcast. And um, and we hope you guys enjoy the show, and we will catch you guys on the flippy floppy next week. Next week with with right. all of the results from the USGA Championship. Yep, the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Torrey Pines South Course. That's it. Swing them out. Swing them out. You've been listening to the Swingdom. Remember, we're just two guys. Twenty-eight clubs, zero parts given. I just realized my mic volume was really low uh-huh. and everybody else's mic volume was really loud. So like I was yelling uh- <laughs> and I don't think anybody else was yelling. I think it was just me. <laughs>